You're listening to the U Urban Bible Study Weekly Leaders Training Podcast. The U curriculum is especially created by and for urban and multi-ethnic churches. This podcast is designed to help leaders lead a Bible study using LifeWay's U Urban Bible Study resources. Each week, we examine the biblical passage, review some questions teachers may face, and give a practical teaching tip. I'm Dr. Mark Frost, General Editor for the U Bible Study, and today I'm joined by our content editor, Natasha Menefee. Hello, Natasha. Hello, Mark. Uh, we are starting a new study today, uh, Owning a Faith That Matters. And so in this study, we'll realize that, you know, we don't have to be a Christ follower for long to realize the need for deep and unwavering faith. Uh, we know that life will come and give us some curveballs that will require us to even examine what we really believe about God. So this study of the Gospel of Luke gives us a glimpse into what it truly means to trust Christ fully. So our first session, session one, focuses on life-changing faith, a faith that puts its trust in Christ and follows him wholeheartedly. All right. So faith begins with the call to follow Jesus. So what steps should we take to live a life of faith? Here's the first one. Strive to hear God's word. And so we're in Luke chapter five. And so I'm going to start reading verses one through three. As the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word, he was standing by Lake Gennesaret. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats and which belonged to Simon and asked him to put out a little from the land. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. All right. So here we go. Uh, and so uh, with this first one, strive to hear God's word. And uh, so that's, the, I guess, what we really can see in this first section uh, where Jesus wants to uh, share with the crowd. Um, he creates his own stage, pushing out the seat. And uh, and depending on the topography around that water, that could have also provided a little amphitheater effect for him. And uh, and so he wants to spend some time sharing. And so uh, this is important for all of us to spend time in God's word. And uh, we get to uh, catch a, a piece of that here. Um, you know, I, I think that one of the things I've been having a conversation with some pastors about recently uh, is that. Um, since COVID, many of us have started, many pastors have started these uh, morning devotions and online devotions and that kind of stuff. And so my question for the pastors is uh, by just giving people their morning devotion easy like that, are we helping them to become deeper disciples or is it important for people to be able to pick up the word for themselves 
and read it for themselves to do some work in the process. Even these people had to do something. They had to go to the lake, right, um, in order to be able to hear the word. And so uh, what extra efforts are we making in order to uh, make this important and to embrace this in our own lives? So what are you seeing here, Natasha? Yeah, I saw the same thing about the importance to to do whatever it takes to hear to hear the word of God. Now, I, I was looking at verse two where the fishermen were they were washing their nets, but Jesus came and got in one of the boats, uh, basically, you know, disrupting whatever their plans may have been for the rest of the day. And so it was just a reminder that sometimes we have to allow Jesus to disrupt what we've got going on in our busyness and stop and focus on him and get into the word and being willing um, to let go of whatever we were doing to lean in, get closer and to hear the word of God. So um, that's what I saw in these first three verses. All right. There's a great verse in the midst of that Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. So here's our second point uh, as we're traveling down here. Not only must we strive to hear God's word, but we must obey Christ's direction for big results. Obey Christ's direction. So let's read verses four through seven. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Master Simon replied, we've worked all night long and caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. So um, that's a great, that is a great catch of fish. And so uh, here is a reminder. So we, we look at God's word in the Bible. These people had Jesus present. His word was right there with him in every moment. And so he told these uh, fishermen uh, an important task that they needed to do. And that was, uh, you know, put out into the water and let down your nets. Now, Peter, Simon Peter was a trained fisherman. He knew all the skills. He knew where to find the fish. He knew when to find the fish. He knew the techniques that he needed to use. Uh, and so he, he said, look, look, there's nothing out there right now. We have already worked all night and took nothing. But even though he was trained and capable and by his own experience in this moment, uh, he was not able to find any fish. He still is obedient to the word of God. This is a, this is an outstanding thought for every one of us that sometimes we won't see the answer and sometimes we won't see the way, but you still have to trust 
God by faith. That's what the scripture says. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. What are you seeing here, Natasha? Yeah, I saw some of those same principles. Uh, We don't know everything. And even if we have skills and training, um, it it just these verses cause us to have to recognize the need that no matter how much I know in my finite human intellect, it pales in comparison to the infinite knowledge and wisdom of Christ. And so following him is always going to yield a greater result than anything I can produce on my own, in my own strength, in my own intellect. And so um, it pays us to be obedient. Um, there's a there's a benefit and a blessing in that. And Christ is not asking us to obey uh, just because he, he sees something that we don't. He knows that there's something greater. And so there's a benefit to uh, yielding to what I know and trusting and having faith in what Christ tells me to do and following it. And note in this that not only did they catch some fish, it would have been good enough just to, man, I've been working all night and I I got 10 or 20 fish. Now, at least I got something, but it's not just some fish. So many fish, it says, jumped into the net. They volunteered for service. And uh, so many of them jumped into the net that they filled both boats so that the boats were almost ready to sink. That is a lot of fish. Yeah. So it's it just a reminder that God uh, is able to not only bless us a little bit, he is able to bless and provide in abundance. Uh, so what a great, what a great thought this is. So here's the third point as we're coming down this line. Uh, humble yourself and follow Christ. And so let's read these last verses, starting at verse number eight. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus's knees and said, go away from me because I am a sinful man, Lord. For he and all those with him were amazed at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were Simon's partners. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on, you will be catching people. Then they bought the nets, they bought the boats to land, left everything, and followed him. So uh what a great, what a great uh, uh ending this is for this idea. Humble yourself and follow Christ. Humble yourself, remember, train fishermen. He knows exactly what to do, but then he recognizes the miracle that just happened in front of him. And the scripture says he fell at his knees and and said, look, I am a sinful man. Maybe because maybe part of that is because in the back of his mind, he was saying, I know that this is the dumbest thing in the world for Jesus to tell us to put these nets out here. And so he confesses, I am a sinful man. And uh, so but you see what happened. Uh, He was amazed at the catch. He. He who had seen catches of fish over and over again was amazed at this particular woman. And uh, and Jesus does this 
in order to give him confidence in his next step. Come on. So God does not bless us, I would say, does not bless us just so we can have a blessing. But God blesses us in order to sometimes to be a channel of blessing to others, but other times in order for us to have confidence to take the next big step of faith. And so this is what I see in this text, that Peter is now um, totally amazed and sees the power of God in front of his eyes. So when Jesus now calls on him and says, look, I want you to leave all of this now and follow me, Peter willingly follows him because he recognizes how powerful God is and the amazing way that God can provide. And so I can think in my own life of uh, times as a preacher, when God has called me from something, something I was skilled at or something that I love doing, right? He called, I was an engineer. He called me from that. Uh, I was a pastor. He called me from that. Uh, and so God calls you to trust him with the next step. You've got to have enough confidence in God and that he is able to do what he said he can do so that you will, with blind faith, faith says, I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't see it, but I'm stepping out anyway. And so what do you see here, Natasha? Yeah, I see um, two things with Peter and Christ, Peter's humility, but I see the compassion um, of Christ as well. Peter, sometimes like many of us, we think we know what we need to do. And even we we obey and he obeyed. But like you said, maybe in the back of his mind, he was thinking this is not going to work out. And then when God does something beyond what we can ask, think or imagine, we realize how small we are in comparison to Christ and what he really knows. Um, but unlike us. You know, Christ didn't say, I told you so. He was compassionate with Peter after Peter fell down. He told him not to be afraid. And then he commissioned him to be a disciple and told him that he would from now on be catching people. So um, the humility of Peter, because we have to sometimes humble ourselves and, and repent that we didn't know. And that, you know, we weren't always obedient when Christ told us to do something. But we also see that there's compassion and we receive with compassion. And when we get that commission to follow whole, wholeheartedly with faith, depending on what God can do and not what we can do in our own strength. All right. There's an old song that says, there is no telling what God can do if you believe. So what a great word this is. And so uh, if you're a, a Bible study teacher, I want you to hold on for just a minute because Natasha is going to give us a powerful one-minute teaching tip. But I just want to remind you that everybody needs to get their copy of the U Bible study. You can find it at u.lifeway.com. That's y-o-u.lifeway.com. It is our urban cultural forward Bible study. It comes in paper and digital formats. There's a teacher guide in the back of the book, and there are daily devotional pages uh, to keep us engaged in the word of God. There's leaders pack. 
to make the lessons even more meaningful and powerful. It aligns with our Bible Studies for Life student and kids curriculum, so there's something for everybody. All right, Natasha, give us our teaching tip for today. So our tip for today is to remember that discipleship classes are not just for the learners, but they are for the teacher leader as well. And as you study and prepare for the lesson, write down everything the Holy Spirit reveals to you about the text. Take time to reflect on what you've written each day. And as your lesson plan comes together, the Holy Spirit will reveal what is meant for you to be applied to you personally as the teacher and what is to be shared collectively with your class. Um, The Holy Spirit not only works through us, but he also works in us as we prepare each week. All right. This is fantastic. This is really going to talk, be a life changing faith moment, right? in this great study of faith that matters. And that's what we really want in our lives. So join us again for another You Bible Study Podcast because you never know where God will take you.